Hi, I'm Nicolette Arby. And I'm Ryan Brown. And this is the first ever broadcast edition of the Bison Insider. several new certifications and one of its most involved is the firefighter program out of Kilgore Junior College. I spoke to the instructors and students last week. Parents and students driving through the front parking area last week may have been wondering what was going on. It was fire instructor Robbie Betcher and he was putting together a fire extinguisher lab for his students. Labs like this are not typically in the curriculum but with the addition of the firefighting program this year they are becoming more common. Some of the students, like junior Tristan Johnson, have been a part of the Buffalo Volunteer Fire Department for a while now, and the program was a natural choice for them. Well, I've been on the Volunteer Fire Department for about, we're coming up on two years now, and Shane's always got me in, really involved in the fire program ever since I've been on it. And he, you know, started this program up, and I figured I'd join, give me a good education, maybe set me a couple boundaries in life, give me a couple certifications for firefighting, and just, you know, pay the road ahead of me. Different professional firefighters cycle through as instructors for the class, which takes place first and second period each day. The program is offered through Kilgore Junior College. One of the instructors, Jay Hucklebridge, took some time out of his morning class to share details about what the students get out of the program. So these guys here are going through the dual credit fire academy portion of Kilgore College Fire Academy. So generally what this is, these guys will spend their uh their high school doing the same stuff that i did when i was in fire academy but they get to do it in high school so as soon as they graduate they have their firefighting certification so the only thing they'll need after this is to go to an emt school somewhere and then after that they have all those certifications and all they have to do is apply themselves go to the fire department test for them and get on robbie batcher is the main instructor for the program he is a professional firefighter he visited with us about why starting the program at BHS was important to him. When I went through high school, there was a lot of pressure to go to college. I spent a lot of time in college pursuing something I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And so um, I think it's a good opportunity for kids to find out if the fire service is something they're interested in. Uh, if it is, it opens up a lot of opportunities. Not all of the students in the program plan on becoming professional firefighters, but they know the skills will help them in achieving their goals. Levi LaBelle said he definitely plans to use what he is learning now after high school. Um, after high school, I plan to go to a trade school and um, master in mechanics. Are you going to do anything with the skills that you like acquired in the firefighter program? Yes, I'm going to hopefully... Um, get you know, firefighter certified and uh, be either a uh, fireman at a big mechanic shop, you know, like a Tesla or Chevrolet house. While the students know they will use their new skills, they have been surprised about some aspects of the new program. Cooper Ayers is enjoying the program, but said that there have been some things he wasn't expecting. I've been surprised the most uh, by the skills that we've learned. 
and the gear weighs a lot. It's just been real intense. And beyond the weight of the uniforms and the intensity of the training, the students are experiencing something that goes far beyond the classroom. Colt Reader said it's all about the people. The best part of the program has been the brotherhood and getting closer to people. And Betcher agrees. I love doing it because you get to help people. It's something that I did as a volunteer before I started getting paid to do it. So it was getting paid to do something I already loved doing. To me, it's the best job in the world. Betcher, whose son is part of the program, said he hopes the program is around for a long time to come. Students who are interested in joining the program next year can talk to counselor Debbie Reed in the spring. Bison Theater is hard at work with rehearsals for their fall production. Juliette Gonzalez reports. Bison Theater cast the comedy Red Velvet Cake War earlier this month and are in rehearsals for a November performance. The comedy follows three cousins as they attempt to throw a family reunion. Things spin hilariously out of control when a neighbor's pet devours everything edible, a one-eyed suitor shows up to declare his love, and a shockingly high-stakes wager is made on who can bake the best red velvet cake. This show is scheduled for November, with the exact dates depending on sports playoffs. Stay tuned for more details. Senior English students spent last week making pitches for their products and businesses in a mock shark tank competition. Students spent a couple of weeks developing their products, their pitches, websites, and advertisements. The sharks were administrators from across the district. Wednesday morning saw students and faculty meeting before school for See You at the Poll. The NHS hosted the event providing breakfast and organizing t-shirts. See You at the Pole is an annual gathering of thousands of Christian students at school flagpoles, churches, and on the internet for the purposes of worship and prayer. The event began in 1990 in Burleson, Texas, when a group of teenagers gathered to pray for several schools. It's Hispanic Heritage Month, and the Spanish Club has been practicing all week for their performances this afternoon. The group has more than 50 dancers performing in seven different groups, plus plans to have performances by the Bells and the cheerleaders. They perform for the high school this afternoon. Kaylin Sanchez talked to some of the dancers about what Hispanic Heritage Month means to them. More than 50 Spanish students have spent hours practicing preparing for today's Hispanic Heritage Program, including a practice on Monday when students had a day off from school. For some students, this is an annual event to participate in, and they do it because the event, as well as the month of the celebration, is important to them. I talked to some of the dancers about what the program means to them. Hispanic Heritage Month, what it means to me is to be a part and celebrate Hispanic culture, whether you're from Mexico, El Salvador, Spain, Portugal, those Spanish-speaking countries. It just means to celebrate their culture and um, be vibrant. It just means like bringing out culture from South American countries, Central American countries, like Mexico, Guatemala, Guatemala. Um, Places like that. Mm -hmm. And being able to like say we're part of this community like through and through. Um, so Hispanic Heritage Month is important to me because it provides a representation of our culture. Um, also because it's not, people have different opinions when it comes to Hispanic Heritage and I feel like there's a reason that we should have Hispanic Heritage Month to have more aware of what there is and not just our race, not just our color, if not more like mm -hmm. culture.
The high school is on pep rally schedule this afternoon and students and staff will attend the program after six period. Next Friday, the FFA LDE teams will compete at a meet in China Springs. The Invitational will help to get them ready for area competition in November. The State Fair of Texas opens today and runs through October 22nd. This year's theme is Explore the Midway, and free tickets for both teachers and students are available in Ms. King's office. Stop by and pick yours up if you plan to go to the fair. FCCLA members will also travel to the State Fair on October 11th for Ag Awareness Day. Members are collecting canned goods now to bring to the event, where the North Texas Food Bank will collect items donated from 8 to 11. If you would like to donate items for the FCCLA Buffalo Chapter, please talk to the FCCLA advisor, Chelsea Nelson. Balfour will be here to measure for letter jackets on October 10th. Anyone who thinks they might be eligible needs to check with their coach or director for more information. That's all the announcements for this week. So next up is Sports with Alencia Jackson. This week is a bye week for the Bison football teams who pulled in double wins last Thursday and Friday night against Normandy. The varsity team shut the Panthers down, winning 37-0. After having this week off, they will take an Elkhart next week to start district play. The JV team will play in Buffalo on Thursday starting at 6, and the varsity will play in Elkhart on Friday with kickoff set for 7.30. The team took advantage of their off week to invite the moms to enjoy them on the field for fun workout. For the second year in a row, the Bison football team and their moms gathered on the football field for some bonding in the form of tackles and taunts with plenty of dads and siblings coming along to watch the fun at mom's camp. Senior Aiden Savage said his favorite part both years has been having a chance to spend time with his mom. The thing I like most about doing this is like you get to interact with your mothers, you know, they, they're always supporting you from the stands, so it's nice to have them come out here and experience what you're doing and just have fun with them, you know. The players and their moms ran drills, practiced tackles, and even gave kicking a try. It was a chance to share laughs and make memories for the team before they went back into preparing for their district opener next week. Senior Peyton West said it was he was thankful for the opportunity. It means a lot. Uh, you know, a lot of schools don't get to do this with their parents. They don't get their parents aren't involved. It's more of just an athlete kind of deal all the time. So for Coach Savelle to implement something like this, and especially even the decals of dads, means a lot to us. There was plenty of cheering and tons of laughing, which is just what athletic director Jamin Seville had in mind when he started the camp last year. Mom's camp, uh, when I was coaching at Willis, we did something real similar to it, but to be honest with you, we have 65 to 70 moms show up, so we never got the, the opportunity to pad the moms up. Um, I knew that whenever I started becoming a head coach, this is something I wanted to do to get the moms involved, because when it comes to football, typically it's about the dads and the sons relationship. And uh, it's been real exciting the last couple of years to watch the moms come out here and just knock the snot out of their sons and just have a good time with it. The moms will be back in the stands Friday night with the Bison taking on Elkhart in their district opener, but the memories will last forever. The Lady Bison continue district play with games tonight at home against Elkhart. Varsity starts at 4.30 and JV teams will be following. Cross-country runners have been hitting meets weekly in preparation for district competition in Fairfield next month. Tomorrow's meet is also in Fairfield and will get the runners familiar with the terrain. Early morning trainings have been paying off for the team, which has been pulling in medals at their invitational meet so far this season. Well, that's all for today. This has been Nicolette Araby and Ryan Brown, and we'll see you next week on the podcast.